It's said that your real life begins where your comfort zone ends. Well, it's about to get real as we have radically authentic conversations to help you thrive in your personal and professional life while navigating the twists and turns of being human. Buckle up, because this might get uncomfortable. Starts right now with Whitney Lordson. Hey, it's Whitney. Today, I have a number of announcements, and this episode will definitely be uncomfortable for me at least, (laughs) maybe for you, I'm not sure. And part of what's uncomfortable about this is because I want to be fully transparent and I don't want it to feel rehearsed. You know, like when people do apology videos, is that what they're called on YouTube? Or like when public figures apologize, this is not one of those videos. I have nothing to apologize for that I know of. But (laughs) you know, like sometimes people do them and they just feel way too scripted. And you're like, wow, I just wish this person would talk from their heart. That's what I want to do. And that's what I'm committed to do. But it felt tempting to plan this episode out a little bit more. And I'm just not going to do that. However, I may be reading from some notes that I've been writing over the past few weeks to prep for this. And maybe that'll be apparent. I don't know, especially if you're watching the YouTube version, you might see my eyes go over to my notes, but that's okay. It's okay to read notes. I think that's the other thing too. It's like finding that balance between coming across really authentically and with transparency and acknowledging transitions. That's that's a big theme here. Being someone who's committed to growth and change, that's the whole theme of this might get uncomfortable. And I feel like we're constantly changing. Actually, I think it was on a show that I was on recently. I'm pretty sure it was Joseph. I was on his show and now I'm like, am I pronouncing his last name properly? I'm not sure. But if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I have trouble pronouncing people's names. But anyways, I will link to it. It's Joseph is not famous. So cutting out his last name just for ease. I was on this amazing live stream show. And I think it was him that had asked me what the definition of discomfort was or getting uncomfortable. And really, I think my response at that moment was about the fact that we're constantly changing and life is constantly uncomfortable. And I think for a good part of my life or definitely different phases of my life, I believe that there are ways to find comfort long-term. But ultimately, I'm finding that life is constantly uncomfortable. And actually, the only comfort may be in acknowledging that, right? Instead of like trying to force something that's not possible. Does that make sense? I think a lot of us, especially in the wellness world, people that are very interested in their health, it's like looking for a place where you can get where you've achieved things and you feel satisfied. If you examine your life, I think it's very rare for anyone to feel fully satisfied. There's always more work to do. And sometimes that in itself can feel really uncomfortable thinking like, wow, I'm never going to feel satisfied in life. But what if we kind of twist that and think it's okay to be uncomfortable all the time and maybe it's beneficial to us or maybe we can't control it. So it's about embracing it. I will link to that show that I was on and 
maybe Joseph actually pronounces his last name on there so we can both learn it. <laughs> He's amazing. He's in the Web3 space along with me, which if you don't know about is something that I plan to cover in some upcoming episodes. I'm kind of curious where you're at and if you're interested in it, because I'm very interested in it. And Web3 is essentially blockchain technology like cryptocurrency and NFTs and the metaverse, which even if you're not interested in, is an incredibly important topic to learn because right now we're in what's called Web 2. It's the phase of the internet and Web 3 is the next phase. And whether we like it or not, that's going to happen and that's going to be something that we need to embrace. So I'm very passionate about prepping for things and learning things. And anyways, I will be talking about that more in the future. And if you want a little glimpse His show is really wonderful, and I I was honored to be a guest. And actually, it's kind of interesting, too, because I think I was on the 308th episode of his show. This is the 303rd episode of This Might Get Uncomfortable. So we're kind of in similar timelines for episode release. And the number three has always felt powerful and significant to me. And I'm fiddling with my new mic here. If you're not watching on YouTube, I got this new mic, which I think I referenced in the previous episode last week, but I love this mic. The number three just feels really strong my whole life. And perhaps it's because I was born in the third month of the year in March. I just like that number. So the fact that this is episode 303 is cool. I'm also recording this on December 13th. 2021. And I just found out or confirmed right before recording that the very first episode of This Might Get Uncomfortable was released on December 13th. And I wish I had realized that earlier because then I would have acknowledged it in last week's episode, which was also released on December 13th. So I kind of missed the mark there, but that's fine. This happens. That was the 301st episode. It just would have felt timely. The reason I think I didn't do that is because of what I want to talk about today, which is something that you may have been wondering about, you may have noticed, but has not been confirmed because I haven't announced it. And that is Jason's departure from this show and Wellevator as a brand. We have mutually decided to part ways. He is no longer co-hosting the show with me. And I'm going to, in essence, doing this on my own, except for the guests that are on each Friday episode. And it's uncomfortable, even though I've been reflecting on it. I think this decision was made two weeks ago today. And it's a lot to process. It's a big change for me. And it may feel like a big change for you too. And and we're in this together, truly. Hopefully, there's that insecurity I feel that people who really like Jason are not going to be interested in the show without him. And actually, that's okay. I can't prevent that. (laughs) You know, my old tendency is like, let me see if I can win you over. Let me see if I can prove myself to you. That's something I'm really working on not doing and being okay with people who are not a fan of me because it's taken me a long time. And I think this is something a lot of people struggle with is recognizing that not everybody is going to like you or want you or be interested in you. And that's okay. So if you're one of them, I just want to be very clear. It's it's me moving forward. I also don't know what the future holds, and none of us do, actually, because things are constantly changing. Did I know that this was going to happen? No. I knew it was a possibility that at some point I would continue the show on my own. And I'm really grateful that it was mutually decided because there was a possibility (laughs) when Jason decided to leave the show 
that he would ask me not to continue on and would ask me to start from scratch. I was really concerned about that because I really love the show. I am committed to the show. It's kind of nuts that it's been 303 episodes, but it's also felt very easy. I've mentioned this in the past, like this show has been a passion project for me. It's been two years, like I said, to this day that I'm recording since the show was started and that flew by. All these episodes flew by. It's not always 100% easy. Certainly there are days where I don't feel like, in fact, I've been procrastinating doing this episode because (laughs) it feels overwhelming to me, but I'm committed to it. And once I start recording, it always feels a lot easier. It's usually just like a lot of things in life. It's the process of just getting started. And I'm sure you can relate to this. Like exercise immediately comes to mind. I often dread exercising, but once I start it, I'm like, okay, this isn't so bad. (laughs) You know, like most of the work is done because I've committed to doing it. Although I will admit exercise does not always feel pleasant in the moment, but what always feels good is how I feel after exercising. Like I never regret doing it. And there's like the pride that I feel from accomplishing it. And I feel that way with this might get uncomfortable during all of the challenges. And I want to acknowledge you. This is so important and a big, big message here is to tell you what's going on and also say that, A, I'm so grateful that you've been along this journey with both of us. And if you do decide to continue listening when it's just me and the weekly guests that I'll have, I'm so grateful for that. And I am in a place of transition and thus really open to feedback from you. That also ties into a huge motivation for continuing is not just you, but it's also partners. Like right now, the sponsor of the show is Simply Codes. And I certainly don't want to let them go. I'm, as I've talked about in recent episodes, I'm so grateful for them. And I was thinking, I don't want to let them down. I want to keep going forward. I've committed to something with them. And what was really interesting is I went on their website to think about like how I wanted to talk about Simply Codes moving forward, especially during this transition period. And I found something really amazing. If you have not heard me talk on previous episodes, they are a coupon app. And this is part of where I'm going to pull up my notes because I wanted to read some things verbatim. Simply Codes is this web browser extension, and now they have this new iOS app, so you can actually find coupon codes easily and virtually automatically through either method. Basically, when you go onto a website, it'll show you codes that are available. And these codes are coming from community, and this is why I'm tying them in. Their whole thing is about crowdsourcing community, which I really love. Crowdsourcing community for sharing deals and coupons and also distributing rewards and ownership to their community members, which ties back into the Web3 stuff that I was talking about earlier. Part of my vision for the future of this show is to offer you rewards for listening, which like is the first time I've said that out loud, much like a lot of things I'm going to share today. I've been thinking about it a lot. When or if you listen to that episode with Joseph on his show, which is mostly on YouTube, by the way, but you could listen to it. We talk about this platform called Rally that we are both on. That's how Joseph and I met. And on that platform, we can give 
cryptocurrency rewards to people. That's what Rally is what's called the creator coin. And I'm going to come full circle in a lot of ways. But the creator coin allows me to give you equity in what I'm building. And I've kept that separate from this might get uncomfortable for the most part. I think I've mentioned it maybe a few times at most here. But it wasn't something that Jason was working on. So it didn't feel appropriate for me to really plug it. But now that I'm doing this show on my own... I actually would love to incorporate this in because you could literally own part of my work, which is what makes Web3 really exciting and simultaneously very confusing. (laughs) What's also neat tying this back into Simply Codes is they're on a similar mission. In fact, they have used the phrase decentralized on their website. Demand.io is their kind of umbrella company. And if you go on there, they are also in that same mindset. In fact, it says right here, forward-thinking decentralized shopping. And decentralized is such a fascinating term that I'm still learning about and I'll share in future episodes, but is a huge part of Web3. So it excites me that they are forward-thinking because I consider myself someone that's forward-thinking. Anyways, I will tell you more about Rally and the opportunity to really own and drive the work that I'm doing as Whitney Lauritsen, but along with every project that I'm working on, I really, truly want you to feel a part of that. And that's why Simply Codes, even an unconscious level, felt like a great partner. And turns out they're a great partner for this transition when I'm thinking, how can I make this might get uncomfortable, valuable to you, right? It's rooted in that value. What's also neat on the Simply Codes website is one of their core missions is about change. Their business model is actually founded on change. And they said they embrace the opportunity to build new things that people and businesses adopt. It's the courage to solve problems that others don't, that fuels us. We see life as a continuous process of growth learning, development of skills, increasing the size and reach and progression towards goals. And that's like the core of this might get uncomfortable in a lot of ways. So I just want to give a shout out to Simply Codes, remind you to check them out because they've been incredibly useful to me. Their main website demand is .io, but simplycodes.com slash wellevator, W-E-L-L-E-V-A-T-R. If you visit that, you can check them out install it, try it out either on your iOS, Apple device, or on your web browser. And I love this concept of continuous growth because that's what I'm committed to. But I really cannot drive home more how important community input is. And that's where you come in, truly. Right now, (laughs) I'm trying to think, how can I add more value to you on my own? And I'm Ideally, could I add greater value to you, even though I'm doing this without Jason? Some context or fear from like a, maybe a scarcity mindset. It's like, wow, like, is my value cut in half because I don't have a co-host? When I know deep down that's not true, it's just a pivot. But I want to ask you, and I'm asking you right now in this moment, what do you want? What would you love to shift? Maybe there's something you've always wanted from this might get uncomfortable but you just have an ass. Now is your time. I was thinking about putting together a survey or something, but in this moment, I'm asking you to reach out to me and tell me, like, what do you love about this might get uncomfortable? What do you want to see more of? And what do you want to see less of? 
if you <laughs> if you want to see less of me, then this isn't the show for you anymore. But I could actually make that happen in a way, in a very humble way of just making shorter episodes. I had a meeting earlier today with Tracy Hazard, who I work with separately. She has an incredible company called Poditize, and they are actually the in essence, production company that does the show, meaning they have a team that helps produce this. So their team edits the show. They make the transcript you see. Like They are such a huge core of this might get uncomfortable. And I also have the honor of working with Tracy on her social media marketing. And we had a meeting today. I asked her like, hey, what's the ideal length for an episode? And she's like, oh, like between 10 to 20 minutes. And I was like, Whoa, like that's a big difference given that the average length of this might get uncomfortable is 60 minutes. Sometimes we go 90 minutes, especially if there's a guest involved. And in my head, I felt kind of insecure about that. I'm like, do you want to listen to a 60 minute show? So now's your opportunity. Do you want shorter shows? I think that's organically going to happen because I'm here on my own. I could probably talk for 60 minutes, but I don't need to. I found actually, especially on my YouTube channels, I can very comfortably talk for 30 minutes, especially if I'm flushing out an idea. So the shows may be shorter, which I'd love to know, do you like that? Or maybe you like longer episodes. I want to hear it all. So you can reach out through Instagram, either on my personal at Whit Lauritsen account or the Wellevator account, which I'll continue to run. In full transparency, it's possible I may pause or archive the Wellevator username and just move it all to my personal accounts, which again are at WhitLauritsen, W-H-I-T-L-A-U-R-I-T-S-E-N is my username. And I mean, Wellevator was created as a joint venture between me and Jason. And without his involvement, it doesn't feel as necessary. But In this transition period, I will keep that there. The show notes will continue to be there. There's kind of the timing remains to be seen, but I've been leaning towards putting the show notes on my website, WhitneyLauritson.com. All of these things I want to make decisions on that I will do everything possible to make a very seamless transition for you. The name Wellevator will remain there because it's been mentioned in all the previous episodes, right? So this is part of what makes something like this a longer transition and a bit complicated and thus a bit uncomfortable. But I also think this is a great example of that continuous growth mindset and what I said at the very beginning, which is life is constantly changing. And in times like this, it's very obvious change. It's like a very strong, this is an abrupt change. Like that feels very different than a subtle change. And I think most of our life is very subtle. Age is a great example. I think about this a lot how I'm slowly getting gray hair as I've talked about on previous episodes. And I don't know how many new gray hairs I get each day or each week, but sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, there are more gray hairs than I remember seeing before. They are probably actually, since I'm not that into biology and hair growth, I'm sure they're slowly growing every second, but they're more noticeable in certain chunks of time, right? And I think age in general. You could line up pictures of somebody and really see the age difference if it's like one year versus another year. But if it's day by day, it's more subtle. And I don't know, that that concept does not get talked about enough, in my opinion. We talk about more abrupt changes 
And I think that's why change can sound scary. There's often negativity associated with change. But my big takeaway, my big message for this episode is that change is not necessarily bad. Change can be uncomfortable, but that discomfort could be temporary because we can adapt to change. And actually, I believe the more comfortable we are with regular change and adapting and acceptance, it becomes a lot easier than trying to resist it and being afraid of it. Fear of change is a very common thing too. And maybe that's part of the human experience. And also it's a bit, is ironic the best word to use here? I'm not sure. This is where Jason will be very missed in that he is so good with words. And that's been challenging for me. But this is an opportunity for me to become stronger when we are used to leaning on somebody for help or to fill in the gaps and they are no longer there to support us, that can feel really scary and vulnerable. And some people stop altogether because they're like, I can't do this on my own. I do not have that feeling right now with this might get uncomfortable. I feel excited and empowered. I feel interested and curious, but there's going to be that transition of me being like, oh, like Jason's presence is missed here. And I'm going to have to do some things on my own for the first time, and that's going to feel uncomfortable. But anyways, (laughs) I was using the fact that it's interesting that as human beings, we fear change. Change just feels uncomfortable, and yet we are changing all the time. So how is it that we're afraid of something that we're always experiencing? It kind of reminds me of the metaphor of a river, If you look down at a river flowing, this is like kind of a Buddhist meditative example that's brought me a lot of comfort is you can look at a river and you're never going to see the same part of water go by again. It's just constantly moving and changing. People also bring up the snowflake metaphor, which is great because it's December and some of you may have some snow. I don't have that in Los Angeles. We're going to have rain tonight, not snow. But the snowflake, I think it's literally true. Although it'd be kind of interesting to see if it was a misconception that every snowflake is unique, which I guess makes sense because snowflakes are natural. They're not man-made. A lot of our man-made things can be duplicated technically, but nature doesn't duplicate itself. Every leaf is going to be a little different. And that change is all around us. Those differences are all around us. But if we just look at snow, we think, oh, it all looks the same from the distance. I'm looking out my window and seeing a tree and all the leaves kind of look the same with their subtle differences. But if I compared each one to each other, I would see all of their difference magnified. So maybe this is a good opportunity to embrace change, to embrace differences, to be okay with it all, to practice being uncomfortable, which one thing I've been thinking about for weekly episodes. This is where I'd love your feedback. What if I summarized the things that made me uncomfortable each week? Like, what if I really leaned into it and started journaling about my discomforts? I bet I would find a lot of things to talk about. And I would love to encourage you along the way. So this may be the theme for next week. We'll see. But I'm going to challenge myself and you to start documenting discomfort and just notice how you feel about it. Right now, my lips feel really dry. That feels uncomfortable. Simple little things like that, right? And I feel uncomfortable on two levels. One is dryness in general for me feels uncomfortable. I want to go put chapstick on. Actually, I have some right here I'm going to use. (laughs) 
I talked about this in, it was either an episode of this show or the private podcast, This Hits the Spot, but I really love this chapstick from Ladybug Jane. They have the most amazing flavors. Nose beeswax, all organic. This is a vanilla cupcake flavor. It's like literally delicious. <laughs> Anyways, now I feel comfort because I noticed my discomfort and I solved the problem. But what I still feel uncomfortable about is like the insecurity of are other people going to notice that my lips are dry? That feels uncomfortable. And then I can work through that by thinking, well, does it matter if they notice? Like, why does it matter? It doesn't matter if they judge me. Does These are the mental processes I go through. And I would love to share more because I think these tools are really helpful. I also think it's helpful when other people tell you about what's hard for them. Because if you feel like that's hard for you too, then there's a comfort in knowing that you're not alone. That was the other thing today when I met with Tracy from Potatize. One of the first things she said to me was, you're not alone. Plenty of shows go through transitions like this where either they start off with one host and they bring on another or vice versa. They start off with two people and then one of the hosts leaves. And it's actually more common than you might realize. And that gave me comfort, right? I was like, ah, thank you for reminding me I'm not alone. So community is the big theme here, discomfort and change. I want you to know that your input matters so much to me. I mentioned reaching out on Instagram. And again, send me a DM. I'm going to post about this on Instagram. I don't know if that post will be up probably by the time you listen to this episode. But you can comment on there if you would like, if you feel comfortable with writing something public. I think that post will be centered around asking for your input. I haven't written it yet, so I don't know. You can also DM me on Instagram. I try my best every day to read DMs or at least a few times a week. And that could be either at Whit Lauritsen or at Wellevator. I also have the Eco Vegan Gal account, but I'm not going to direct you there because I'm trying to transition away from that. So it's interesting because I've talked about my transition away from Eco Vegan Gal for a long time, and now I'm in the midst of another one. And sometimes when you're going through multiple challenges at the same time, they cancel each other out and it actually doesn't feel challenging. That's basically where I'm at. The other place that you can reach me, of course, is at hello at wellevator.com. That's the email. That may change too. To be a Whitney Lauritsen domain, I will give you plenty of heads up. It'll probably be quite a long time before the Wellevator domain name is no longer active, if ever, that I also don't know at this point. But for now, hello at wellevator.com is a way to reach me. I'm very easy to find. If you just type in, this might get uncomfortable onto your web browser, you will find plenty of ways to reach out. And I truly mean it. I also want to be transparent that I get overwhelmed and feel anxious about communication sometimes. I love receiving it, but responding to it is tough. That's another place, if you didn't know this about Wellevator and the show, is Jason was in charge of that. And the reason he was in charge of correspondence is because it's tough for me and I'm a little slow. I feel overwhelmed and anxious by responding to people. And so Jason did 90% of the responses. If <laughs> He wouldn't always sign his name, but if you heard from us collectively, it was likely written by him. And that's going to be tough too. I might have to bring on an assistant or someone because I also feel guilt about not responding quickly. But regardless of how long it takes for me to respond to you, 
I am very good at reading every single email and direct message and comment. In fact, that was always my strong suit in my partnership with Jason. I would read something and then I would pass it to him to then read it and respond. So now it's just going to be all me or the support of somebody external. I'm not sure yet. So please don't hesitate to reach out. I want to hear from you. What do you want from the show? What do you love? What do you want to see more of? What would you like to see less of? Are there things that we've never done that you would like covered? I actually have a few outstanding topic suggestions from one of our regular listeners and supporters. Then uh, speaking of support on Patreon, it's in a transition period. But if you are a Patreon supporter, I just want to acknowledge you and how much of a difference that makes, especially now that it's just me running the show. I have to take on all the financial responsibilities, which have always worked out just fine. I'm not concerned about it, but I may be even more grateful for the Patreon supporters. Just $2 a month really adds up collectively because we are in community. And I'm planning, not 100% sure, but very likely we'll be integrating the creator coin I mentioned, Rally, into Patreon. And essentially, what that'll be like is Think of it as a point system for like airline miles or even Simply Codes, which has a rewards program or they're working on it. It's coming soon, if not out by the time you listen to this. When you buy something, you will get points in exchange and then you can use those points to buy something else or cash out. The Rally Creator coin that I have, which is called Well, by the way, it's spelled with a dollar symbol and then capital W-E-L-L. And I'll link to this in the show notes for this episode at wellevator.com. If you go and look at the transcript of the resource section, there'll be a link to my rally coin, which you can just buy outright or you can get as a bonus reward for your support. And I'm planning on integrating that into Patreon. So when you're contributing $2, you're not just getting like the satisfaction of support and access to the perks like this hits the spot episodes, a private podcast. But I plan to reward you in some of the rally coin. And that is a cryptocurrency, which will grow in value ideally over time. And you can cash out. I mean, it's so cool. I'm so excited about that. So I can't wait to share all of this. There's a lot unfolding. I will keep you posted all on the way, of course. And I really hope that you reach out. I also hope that you check out the sponsor, Simply Codes, because as I've shared, they have just been a phenomenal partner, but I think their company is so amazing. I love their mission of continuous growth. Their business model being founded on change is just like really amazing. And the fact that they're always working on introducing a new methods, ideas, and products like they talk about on their website is I think is so great. And a perfect example of it is their new iOS app. So if you want to check them out, if you want to Use the Wellevator link, which doesn't really benefit us beyond tracking. So it allows Simply Codes to see that you came from the podcast. You can go to simplycodes.com slash Wellevator, W-E-L-L-E-V-A-T-R, and check it out. It's completely free to use. You can install it, as I said, on your computer and or your iOS device. In two weeks ago, when Jason and I did the first episode about Simply Codes, we actually did the process ourselves and kind of shared our first impressions of it. And that was really fun. I was amazed by how easy it was. And I talked about on last week's episode how I've applied the codes to my purchases. And I just love it. I love 
always finding a discount on things that are expensive. So I hope that it brings joy to your life and helps you save some money that you can apply to other things and also gives you the perk of rewards and supporting a small business that's committed to amazing work like Simply Code. So thank you for all of your support in general. I'm still on track with two episodes a week. There's an amazing guest coming up this week. So many amazing guests lined up. Like It brings me so much joy. This one coming up is, gosh, my heart's like filling up with joy just telling you about this. It is Jake Steiner, and we talk about eyesight and vision. And we actually talk about Web3 in that episode, too. So his perspectives on the metaverse, for example, are really interesting. And then next week, I'm really excited about the episode with Elizabeth McDowell. She pronounces her last name on that episode. And I was like, oh, and then she talks about like her history and all of that. (laughs) She's amazing. She's a friend of mine. She came out with a really amazing book, which I have, but not right in front of me. I just absolutely adore her. It was a pure joy. So the episodes that I've been recording are so exciting. And this is part of where I'd love your feedback on them. Like, what do you want to hear from guests? What type of guests would you like? I've been lining them up and booking them and trying to bring you a diverse range of people and perspectives and information for you. So if there is a gap that I have not filled with a guest yet, please let me know and I will seek them out. If you have a specific guest in mind, let me know. If you have a topic in mind, all of this, give me the data. I love the data coming from you because you are the reason ultimately that I do this podcast. So thank you for being here all along the way. Thank you for being part of this transition. I'll be back with that guest episode on Friday and then the next solo episode, which I don't know what that'll be yet. And if I hear from you before I record it, then I will <laughs> I will incorporate your suggestions into it. Bye for now. Thanks for listening and getting out of your comfort zone with us today. For show notes and more high-performance resources to help you thrive, go to wellevator.com. That's W-E-L-L-E-V-A-T-R.com.